Good morning and welcome to the KLE podcast and to the Kingdom Leadership Equipping Facebook group. Um, great to have you guys. Welcome to Monday, 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 Monday. I trust it's going to be a great week and um, a super day. I hope you had a great weekend and happy Mother's Day to all our mothers that are listening. Um, thank goodness for mothers, otherwise we wouldn't be here. <laughs> so great to have um, wonderful moms. Yesterday I spent the morning um, looking at old pictures, you know, the old, not the digital stuff, but the old pictures. My wife, she she believes in keeping memories. And so she she keeps all the pictures that we've taken over the years of the children and, and the family and old pictures of moms, dads, grandparents, and she's carted it all around the world. You know, um, I'm originally from South Africa, and I'm your host, Sean Smith, by the way, <laughs> if you don't know me by now. Um, and uh, we, we've, I'm originally from South Africa. Michelle and I were, were both born in South Africa, born and bred in South Africa. We are Africans, and uh, we love Africa. But due to a, a bunch of uh, decisions and circumstances, choices we made, we ended up living in England for a number of years, and then because my eldest son is here in the United States, we ended up immigrating to the United States to be with him and his wife and little baby girl, and that's such a privilege. So um, I have two sons here, one still in Africa with his wife and little baby girl. And uh, so basically what I'm trying to say is with all the history, <laughs> the history lesson of Sean is that we we actually have traveled, you know, not just city to city, but continent to continent. And in the traveling, the one thing my wife insists on is carrying the old photographs with her because she says memories cannot be bought and you can't throw them away. And how true. So yesterday, for the first time in a long time, I actually sat down and I just looked through some old pictures of things that, that happened, you know, in our pastoring days back in Cape Town and and looking at old faces and old memories. And it was it was wonderful and and just uh, becoming really nostalgic about about all the all the things that we've been through in our life, and and seeing a photograph of my mother and uh, when she was a little girl, and just remembering how important uh, she was to me, you know, and and then my my adopted mom is my mother-in-law. She took me in, and uh, and, and I ended up staying in the family because I married her daughter. <laughs> my father-in-law and my mother-in-law's daughter. So a uh, real beautiful girl. And I'm still married after 36 years to her. I think I got the better part of the deal. So um, happy Monday and uh, welcome to this new week. This morning, uh, we're talking Mentoring Monday today. Mentoring Monday. Yay! And um, so just a hint on Mentoring Monday, a tip for you, a principle to think about. And what I want to do is pop over here to Romans chapter 12. And this is something I woke up with this morning and I thought this is what I wanted to share with you. And uh Paul says in, in Romans chapter 12, he says this, For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance 
with the faith God has distributed to each of you. For just as each of us has one body with many members, okay, and those members do not all have the same function, hopefully none, so in Christ we, though many, form one body. So if we're in Christ, we are many, but we form one body, and each member belongs to all the other members, just like our body. If our body begins to separate itself and function, we become sick. That's really what happens. And so we have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. Every single one of us has been given a gift according to God's grace, not according to man's uh, view and man's agenda and man's, uh, you know, uh, program for us and man's idea of where we should fit, but according to the grace given to each of us. So if your gift, he says, is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. And if it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is Giving, then give generously. And if it is to lead, do it diligently. And if it is show, to show mercy, do it cheerfully. So what I thought about this morning is how every single one of us have a gift. But what happens is we, we, we you know, those gifts are like diamonds, like a diamond that lays within us and in covered by this rough, uh, this rough, undisciplined, uncultivated un, uh, sort of exterior. And it takes, it takes effort, it takes commitment, it takes self-discipline, it takes time to actually, and diligence to develop, and well, first find the gift and then develop the gift. Your gift is absolutely necessary in the whole scheme of things because in Christ, we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. And just like a body, we function. Every part doesn't have the same function. That's what he says. For each of us um, has, has a body with many members, and those members do not all have the same function. So we in Christ. And so, you know, my body, our bodily parts and function don't all have the same function. And so we can't be desiring somebody else's function it makes you inferior it gives you an inferiority when you're looking at somebody else's gift and desiring their gift and when you think you are this greatest gift out because he says you know think don't think of yourself more highly than you ought but rather think of yourself with sober judgment so when you think you're better than everybody else then then you've got the superiority, you know, but we need to have this soberness to develop the gift that's within us so that we can contribute and serve the world around us with that which God has equipped us with. You see, every man, you and me, every single one of us, a man, I'm talking about Adam, so man, man, woman, boy and girl, we all have been born. These, to me, this is charisma gifts. When he says the, the gift each of us um has been given a gift. Uh, we are. We have many. Uh, we have different gifts. That word there is charisma. Charisma is grace gifting. Grace gifting. Charis, grace, ma gifting. And so each of us has a grace 
gifting. We're born with that grace gifting. You can see these giftings developed sometimes in people that not even in Christ. Because it's just an inherent, it's part of the creative gift within them. That God's grace has graced everybody because we all have an assignment in the earth. Everybody's been graced with a gifting to serve the world with that. And so, you know, is if you're a teacher, don't try and be a prophet. You know, and, and a prophet, I'm not talking about, you know, everybody wants to be prophet and it's a prophet, prophesy this and, you know, it's prophetic this and prophetic that. And, or, you know, is this like, please, you know, this here is that ability to see into and to discern, to be able to communicate the divine will and purpose of God. That's really what it is. And, and so some people, I've seen CEOs. They're not saved, not in the body of Christ, not in Christ. And I've seen them be, a, be able to walk into situations and discern them better than some Christians do. And, and we need to understand is that if, if you're teaching, don't lust to be prophesying. And if you are encouraging, don't, don't lust to be merciful, you know. And if you are merciful, don't think he who is um Teaching is greater than you, and if somebody is serving, don't think that he who leads uh, is is better than you. Everybody's function is important. You just have to find it and serve people. You know, there was a little lady that found her gift was serving. Her gift was giving and serving, in fact, two gifts, and she made she sacrificed everything for those two gifts and developed them, and she ended up talking to the nations at the United Nations, a little person that didn't own anything, didn't, uh, you know, didn't uh, build anything, just developed that and, and gave that gift, found it, developed it, and gave that gift to the world. And her name was Mother Teresa. And so, you know, is where are you? What is your gifting? This is what it's going to take. You are absolutely essential in the earth, and your success lays in your gifting. Your success lays in finding that which God is inherently put into you. And as you come into Christ, He then breathes the Spirit of God upon you and in you, rather in you, and you become a temple of the Holy Ghost, carrying the glory of God and and the the assignment that you have because you do have an assignment you're not on this earth to live and die and move on, move on you know that's some what some people think they think they're just born to die um but you've got so much more you here for an assignment you here to make a difference to make an impact to inspire somebody to influence society to influence uh, the culture around you, not because you're some fantastic celebrity, not because you're some some um, enormous kind of uh, pulpit person, or because you know you you've built some great organization. Just because you have discovered, found, discovered, developed, grown that gifting that you can serve to others. You know, the thing about it is, is that we've got to take the time to hone this thing, this gifting in. God gives you a platform. It might be a job. It's a career. It's a, a business. It's a ministry. 
you know, God gives you a platform to deliver your assignment and he equips you with a gift to do it. And now you need to find that. But me, it means, you know, sometimes we've grown up with this, with, with no creativity, no uh, ability around us. Nobody's, nobody's nurturing it within us. So what happens is it just lays dormant. It's there all the time. But you never, ever take time to discover it. And the thing about it is, I want to tell you today, is it's nobody else's responsibility. Nobody, nobody has the plan for you. Nobody has the desire to see you, to find it for you. You know, as I think moms and dads can nurture it, but you've got to find it. If somebody's telling you what your gift is, You'll never be committed to it. You've got to discover it yourself. And, and you've got to develop it yourself. You've got to put in the work. You've got to put in the effort. You've got to put in put it, life into it. You've got to put yourself into it. So that when you deliver it, that's what makes you outstanding. That's what makes you better than anybody else. So just because you're, you're an entrepreneur and you fix cars, for instance, or, you know, whatever, whatever you do, that, you know, you're in there somewhere your gifting lays in there somewhere and and it's to take that and put that gift into what you're doing to whatever it is you're doing put that gift in find the gift don't be lazy with it develop it i was saying to michelle last night you know is that i was listening to somebody on saturday speaking profoundly speaking about putting in the details don't be superficial don't be haphazard about your life and about what you deliver. Focus on the details. Think it through. Develop it. And, you know, I said to Michelle last night, is, you know, so many spend hours preparing for one message. I've spent years developing a message, to developing my thinking, developing my gift. You will not believe how shy and introverted I was, you know, 30 years ago. You will not believe it. And I, I used to struggle to talk to people. They, they, they struggled to understand me because I couldn't communicate clearly. But I worked on developing myself to be able to communicate in words what I want to communicate. Teaching is a gift of mine. Teaching, then teach. And I began to develop that gifting within me of being able to communicate didaskalos, instruct, to facilitate an inspiration in other people's lives. And so I listened to hundreds of hours of messages, hundreds of hours. I mean, I've been doing this for 35, 36, 37 years, of 38, maybe 39 years. Oh, I'm counting up here. <laughs> and because since I met Michelle, not married her before I met when I met her I started listening to messages in those days it was cassette tapes it was to put on cassette tapes I used to walk to work listening to to tapes at one point I was walking to work and reading at the same time listening to something and reading a book at the same time walking like a mile or two to work there and back every day and so I used to get him when I started driving and and uh, selling on the road I had a tape tape record in my car and I used to put tapes in and listen and listen and listen over and over and over for hours and hours and hours. I didn't listen to music. I didn't listen to radio stations. Didn't have time. I was, I knew 
that, that I had nothing else going for me. I didn't have any other facilities and I couldn't blame anybody else. I was going to educate myself so that I could deliver a message. I said, this is the one thing I can do. I'm not an athlete, man. I'm terrible at, at, at athletics. I, I don't have great money. I don't have a great family history. I'm not a mathematician. Can't do math to save my life. I, I don't really like reading. I like listening to stuff a lot. And so I would, you know, I can hone myself. And, and I was always put aside as nobody. I was, you know, it's just like, <laughs> I mean, leaders didn't really want to pay attention to me because I, you know, didn't feature very well in, in the scheme of things, in their scheme of plans, simply because I had no talent. I had no gifting. I had no ability. But what I did was I knew I had a gift. I knew that this that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And the great the greater one in me will ignite and light up that gift for to help me to be the best that I can be. But he I, he's not gonna do it for me. I've got to put in the effort. And I began to put in the effort and I honed myself and I trained myself and I forced myself. If I heard somebody somebody said, I've listened to this series, I'd listen to that series four times. I would listen to it over and over again because not because I wanted to be better than them, but because I knew that I was nowhere near where they are. And so I said, you know what? I've, I've got to hone myself. I've got to be able to deliver this accurately. I want to be able to inspire people around the globe. I want to be able to speak and that people will get excited. They will jump out of their chairs and believe that life is possible. I want to see the body of Christ come alive with, with the life and the purpose of God. I wanted to do that, and I had to dig deep. I had to find something, somebody that had no, nothing going from the, for them, nothing significant in their life, you know, no chance. I mean, my family just said, "Get a job, work, become a mechanic," and and you, you know, it just. But I knew I couldn't do that. My dad used when I when he used to work on cars, he used to chase me away if, if I came and helped him because I would do everything wrong. He didn't want me around him, and so I knew that. This wasn't my path. There's some guys, you can give them a car and they can do amazing things with it. I, I met this, I met this, well, I knew this guy that was a, was a mechanic or, or a vehicle engineer, whatever you call him. I watched him put an engine together. It was immaculate. I, I've never seen anything like it. He built an engine up in on the factory floor. It was beautiful. I mean, it just looked amazing. It purred. It was so beautiful. But he 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 had this incredible gift, but he couldn't hone it. He couldn't develop it. He wasn't disciplined. And he, he was working this business and lost everything simply because he had this gift that he could do something that he could that he could do things with his hands and serve the world with it and and make money. He, you know, people were, asked him to do things and he just couldn't put it together. He was too lazy to to focus on building and developing the gift that he had. He, he, he thought he thought he could just float through life and and everybody would just. I don't know, you know, just contribute to his gift. It doesn't work like that. You're going to have to develop it. You're going to have to find it, develop it, and serve it to the world. That's what I want to share with you for Mentoring Monday. 
find your gift, take the time, develop your gift, and then serve it. When you begin serving your gift on the platform that God has given you where you are right now, I'm telling you something begins to happen and people begin to seek you out. They look for you because of your ability to add value to their life because the gift of God, that grace gift, that charisma that's in you can serve their world and add value to their world. That's why God gives it to you because that brings life. That gives life to where you are. All right? So that's from me. Have a super Monday. Have an excellent week. We've got some great things lined up on KLE for you this week. Hop on the podcast. Um, see what's coming, and uh, we will catch you on the next one tomorrow. I'll be with you again, and uh, we'll be talking some more. Um, we'll also be having, um, uh, we'll be having uh, Dan Mordorb, the CEO of a company, talking some more kingdom stuff this week on Wednesday. You'll be catching him again. And, uh, and Paul Cooney will be on again. And uh, so we've, we've got a couple of interviews lined up. And then, of course, Friday is our uh, great discussion on building his church with Steve and I. So thank you for being with me. Have a super day. God bless you and love you lots. Go and be the gift that the world needs in Jesus' name.